1: Hey man, check this out, man. It's the kid, kid. Looked Donna, man, and I just skipped class with the progress report. You did? Hey, it's your boy Lil' man. Look, you it. and
2: I just skipped class with progress report, man. The progress
1: report.
3: So the Skipping Class
1: presented by a hybrid print, man, I got little Donald back, how are you? Look, okay. Donald, <laughs> I'm good, you know that. That's
3: what's up, that's what's up. Man, I want you to introduce yourself, young
2: man, to the left. Oh man, my name's Jahari, man. look, you with? Okay, well
3: welcome. Welcome, man. Little Donald said we ain't gonna make it happen if I can't have him. <laughs> <y'all> <laughs> <for> <laughs> so I respect <clears throat> you, man. My little what? brother, man. Absolutely. Why, man? So, I mean, well let me know how y'all know each
1: other. Uh, I met Jahari through a mutual friend, um, Mr. Queso. Um, yeah, man, he had brought some of the music to me and let me hear it. You know, like, bro, shout it hard. And I don't really deal with artists like that, but when I heard him, he just reminded me of myself. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? When I looked into him and listened to the music, like I was like, man, shout it really got it. And and when I came up, ain't nobody showed me no love for real. Like it was just like get it out the mud you know some people tried to help but they kind of were finessing me too you get what i'm saying like i ain't got no bro no paperwork i ain't i ain't you know and i'm spending spending my money and letting them do whatever with me like it's just like genuine love he don't owe me nothing just it win you get what i'm saying take care of your daughter respect sure. respect <clears throat> so uh where are you from where
2: i'm from yeah i'm from college park okay yeah sounds so how,
3: hot how long you been doing music?
2: Um, i probably been rapping about, I want to say like four or five years, but mm-hmm. I've been like taking it serious last year. Last year I started taking it serious.
3: Respect. So, yeah. I mean, what did you think of Lil Donald, his music and movement prior to y'all linking?
2: Uh, honestly, I thought like he was just the, I didn't think he could rap how he could rap for one by his music. Oh. Like, I really crazy, you know what I'm saying? But... I ain't gonna lie, I honestly got a whole different perception of when I met him, like he a real one, a real sure. one. It's the same thing I'm saying right now, I said if he wasn't here, Absolutely. You know I'm so it's totally different, but the music, the music definitely matches his lifestyle though. He's standing on his lyrics, like it shows. Absolutely, I respect
3: that man. And Donald, I respect you for, you know, getting behind him, because I know you have been through situations before. Yeah, for sure. The I little appreciate that too, little. are ungrateful and ungrateful people, so. To, you know, still put that to the side and still believe in
1: somebody's big. Yeah, I just believe that just, like, if you get burnt or did wrong, like, it shouldn't stop you from moving forward. You get what I'm saying? That's just, like, getting your heart broke. That don't mean the next person you meet and that that treats you right, you ain't gonna fall in love. You get what I'm saying? So, it's just, like, Mm -hmm. with this music business, it's a whole lot of snakes and a whole Mm -hmm. lot of vultures. You get what I'm saying? But if you meet that right person that do that business right and treat you right, then mm-hmm. y'all can get some money together. So Absolutely. I don't let my, my mistakes block my blessing.
3: Nah, I respect that. And I also respect too, you always emphasize the music business. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like being in this game, especially with you being in for so long, it's like low key, you gotta get burnt first. For get, sure. You know nah, what i sure. so, But I'm happy to see like, just even when I watch your other interviews, just seeing you progress as a person, as a businessman, that shit dope.
1: Man, and, and I, like, before I even got in here and started to do this interview, I wanted to say, like, I respect where y'all at, too. Like, People don't give a credit enough to the people that's interviewing you mm-hmm. and that's, that's taking out their time and their energy to let people know who you are. So, like, the growth of the Progress Report Thank and you. what y'all came from, from where we started yeah. or when I was coming up here before, man, it's hard. Like, I'm proud Absolutely. of y'all. You know what I'm you. saying? For sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, this is dope.
3: That's what it's about, progress, so absolutely so um i want you to get into like just finding your lane i would say just creating music for i'm not just gonna say women but also just for women too because i feel like that's the lane that not too many people can successfully do but you've been killing that shit.
1: yeah it's just it's who i am like Mm -hmm. like right now i talk to a girl and it's just like my whole persona is building her up you get what i'm saying what Mm -hmm. no matter what she had going on before she met me is build her up. I got three daughters. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> and now, like, people be saying, like, oh, you act like you the perfect... I'm not perfect at all. Right. Ain't nothing perfect about me. I made the same mistakes that men made. I played women. I cheated. I lied. But having my daughters made me view things completely different. Mm. Like, man, would I want my daughter to date a man like me? You get what I'm saying? And that, and that's what I thought about, like, when I started getting into deeper into music, like, and what I was putting out. It's like you got three little girls watching everything you say and everything you do. Like, I really be trying to be careful on what I post on my social media now because they be like, oh, daddy, they talking about you at school or they seeing you. Like, so it's just like, I got somebody to guide. I got people life who I'm in control of right now. So it's like, it ain't just about protecting the women. I got daughters who I have to protect and lead to. You get what I'm saying? And in that process of raising my daughters, i'm raising other people's daughters right. other women like i'm really right. touching the world across the world
3: absolutely nah that's facts and i respect that um so let's get right into it the new record then the seven rules seven rules because <clears> i thought it was dope <throat> you know i really didn't even realize you had released the new song i just like what you were saying to your girl facts. so i didn't even put two into the game so i'm like oh shit, this is a new song yeah so Talk about coming up with that concept and then also to talk about just doing that video with them. Like how do you know if they really like like listen to what you say? Even though kids are not listening to what you're saying, but you know what
1: I mean. So like I have a relationship with my daughters. Mm. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> so when I make music, sometimes I just make songs for them. Mm-hmm. Like I got another song on dropping on Father's Day for them. You get what I'm saying? So it's like when I make records, I make it to listen because sometimes talking to people don't reach them. And I know music reach kids faster. Like my little son, he'll listen to a song on the TV and he'll know that song before he know anything that I say to him. Mm-hmm. So I put stuff and messages of music to my daughters and just give it to them. I I got them cell phones like, look, mm-hmm. here, I sent you this song. And they'll just listen to it. Oh, daddy, I know the song. Mm-hmm. And we might be riding in the car and they reciting it. And I'm like, oh, y'all learned it right. already. And it would be a day or two. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I give them messages in music to resonate it in their brain and get them to understand it because it's like at some my daughter, my oldest is 13. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. in five years, she's 18. In three years, she's 16. Right. It ain't like she ain't gonna never start thinking about boys or want to date. So it's like she know how to cook, she got her own business. You yeah. get what I'm saying? I teach her, she didn't have her cycle before, so I teach her about smelling good and Absolutely. being, you get what I'm saying? So these seven rules ain't all that they learning, but it's like, mm. this is important for what I'm building for you. I'm buying property. I'm, I'm starting y'all businesses. I'm, I'm a build y'all credit. I'm a, you get what I'm saying? I don't want no man to come in and take over that and destroy them. Like I see other women get destroyed. Mm.
3: That's real talk. And I was going to say, I know you got boys too. So tell me like, what are some of the hardships from raising, um, girls from raising a boys? or boys?
1: See boys, it's, it's, it's kind of like easier to raise boys and harder to raise girls as a man. You get what I'm saying? Because with your girls, like, it's so many dangers for them. You get what I'm saying? It's like, if you can stop your son from being a street nigga, you really kind of protect him besides the police. You get what I'm saying? Because now the police is a worry, too, just like being a street dude is a worry. And, and women are worried, too, to a certain extent, if you teach him right. But with girls, it's all type of different ways that they have to watch their back and, and be careful. And Like, you know, with my son, it's like I got to keep him away from the streets. Mm-hmm. Teach him how, when the police pull him over, how to handle himself. You get what I'm saying? And not just have sex with everything that you see. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's really that simple with, with, a, with a little boy. With girls, it's, it's just way more. Because if my son get a girl pregnant, he can walk off and leave. You get what I'm saying? Just keeping it real, he can walk off and leave and he don't never do nothing and the girl stuck with the baby. So if just think about it. If my daughter get pregnant by a dude and he walk off and leave, she stuck with the baby. I'm stuck with the responsibility with her. So it's, it's like more deeper to me. Not saying kids, boys don't have emotions or feelings, because we do. But, like, I was raised to be a man. My granddaddy taught me how to be a man. Nice. Hey, man, suck it up. Man up. Like, men are different now. The man be a one sucking his thumb, crying on the couch these days. Like, I wasn't raised like that. I, you know, like, I, I, I have my moments where I'm down with my with my people and my ladies because everybody had their moments. But I suck mine up and make sure my woman is strong enough to keep me going. You get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I have a daughter.
3: Okay, cool. So tell me for you, like, I'm not going to
2: ask you the hardships, but tell me, like, what is it like? Did it change you having a girl? Yeah, it, it, it changed me a lot. Um, I'm dealing with someone, so i never just been, like, into all of the, you know what I'm saying? But it made me even look at her different, though, because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like he said, though, I always think I never want my daughter to...
0: Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean, like, when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
2: Deal. I don't even want her deal to do like me, honestly. So I work at stuff to what I want her to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So mm. that's what it be like.
3: I respect that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love to see it, these girl dads. That's
2: what's up. Seven rules. I'm telling there you. Is, seven <laughs> rules, man. It's more than a song.
3: You know, in your music, Lil Donna, you very vulnerable, which, you know, me as a fan, I respect that. You know, me as an interviewer, I have to ask you certain things, though. So, like, tell me, how is it raising kids with toxic a toxic partner?
1: Um, I've been through more than people think I've been through when it came to came to my daughters. Like, mm. when I was 21, I had to go put myself on child support. See, like, men be acting like they love their kids and all of that. But a woman told me when I was younger and I was complaining, like, oh, she and she don't want to let me see my daughter. She said, do you love your daughter? And I was like, what you mean? Yeah, I love her. She said, no, you don't. And I was like, what you mean? And she said, well, go to the courthouse and file for a uh, joint uh, like visitation and put yourself on child support if you love her for real. And I went and did that at 21. And when I went and did that, the judge was like, I, ain't seen, I don't see young men in here like you, you. She had respect for me, so she granted me everything that I asked for. You get what I'm saying? And I think enough men don't know that all that going back and forth, arguing and fighting, man, you don't got to do that. Go down to the courthouse. Bro, get you some visitation, put yourself on child support, pay that little money. You get what I'm saying? If you love your child for real, because I love my daughter, so I go the extra mile. Like, And it's like, dealing with that, you don't have to deal with it. You get what I'm saying? But some people deal with it because they just ain't done with the other person for real. Mm-hmm. Like, when you done, you done. Ain't nothing going to stop you from handling your business either, though. So when men make excuses, I don't be wanting to hear that. Like, oh, you ain't seeing your child because she doing this and doing no. Nah. You gotta figure out the necessary steps to keep your child in your life. Period. I'm with
3: you, and that is some other shit I
1: ain't never heard that neither. no for a sure. I story. ain't know. I didn't even know. Like I ain't even know that you have to legitimize your child. I heard that like before. people don't know, men don't know that your child is yours, but it's not legally yours until you legitimize them. So you really don't have no rights until you go pay that legitimize le- legitimization fee. You get what I'm saying? And I ain't know that. When, until I got down there and I started doing the child support and visitation process, I was like, well, you have to legitimize her. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. So she ain't mine. I can get on child support. But if I don't legitimize, I still. like It's crazy, <laughs> like, it's crazy for me. Mm. It's crazy for us. Like, I ain't going to lie like we got to. No, it's crazy for us. But if you love that kid and you really want to be in their life, there shouldn't be no limit to what you'll do. Because when you want to go sleep with a woman and you, you might need a little couple bucks in the gas tank, you're going to find any way to get that money to get put in that gas tank to go get that. That's you feel me? <laughs> That's facts. Well, mm, thank you for sharing that with me. Um. Now, uh, so the heart detox, we're going to get into that.
3: Yeah. Now, I want to talk about this Easter egg record. Um, <laughs> I thought that song was funny as hell. I thought it was like you know lighter than what we usually can expect from you and yeah. i like to
1: be so now tell me you don't mind being a side dude nah i listen so when i say easter egg is like in today's society the reality of it is is that when you meet a girl and you might like her nine times out of ten and this is just nine times out of ten she already got somebody that she talked to mm. Or somebody that she dealing with texting conversation with a baby dad or something, mm-hmm. but I'm just feeling like if I like you enough, I'ma be your little Easter egg. I'ma just shut up. I'm, I ain't gonna get in your business. We can vibe out. We can kick it. I'm I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna tell nobody. If your dude even call me and say, "Hey, you talking about girl?" Boy, I don't even know who. Man, I'ma listen. I play my position, baby. You ain't paying me the ball yet, I ain't gonna reach to catch you, you feel me? <laughs> so that's how that came about. Like I just was liking this girl and she had a dude and shit. And okay. you feel me? And I just played that role. I was like, oh her little Easter egg, it cool. Period. <laughs> now, are there pros and cons in your
3: opinion to being a side dude
1: though? Yeah, for sure. It's always the pros and cons of sharing, like, especially when you really like somebody for real. Like Dang, I really like you. I really want you to myself. But again, majority of women don't know how to leave situations that they they not happy in. You get what I'm saying? Because it be a child involved or it be money involved or it be mental abuse or physical abuse. So they don't really know how to check out. That's why I got so strong into making the music that I make because I run into so many broken women. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, dang, I ain't going to never find love because women is... Scorn and torn you get what i'm saying so it's like i'm finna make this music to pull these women out of this so i can get my wife somewhere you get what i'm saying because it's like i'm feeling like nah, i ain't gonna never find you know what i'm looking for not saying like i date now you get what i'm saying yeah. i got somebody that i like now sure. you feel me but just up to this point you get what i'm saying like even with her i'm still teaching her and helping her grow too i respect
3: that and i, and I get where you are coming from i think it's hard to meet somebody that's just like 100 percent. I don't know.
1: Like, it is. It's, it's really like you, you can't find it. It's
3: tough.
1: It is. We all been through a lot. The world, the the covid, the you get what I'm saying, society, the groceries going yeah. <laughs> like we all going through a lot right now. Like the, the damn in the whole world is depressed right now. I feel right. like you get me so it's hard to find somebody that can put and pour into you right now.
3: Break my heart again record with London J and the rest to shine. Um, so why was it important to you to make a song where you kept calling out? From my perspective, it seemed calling out the type of, of women who can't appreciate a good
1: man. Yeah, because it was like I've had my heart broken before. Like I ain't gonna sit here and act like I ain't never been hurt before. Like me being hurt make me be a better man. You get what I'm saying? And and, and thrive for. And I posted the little clip. When I made the song, it was about a real situation from when I was hurt. Like, she broke my fucking heart. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I fucking hate her. I fucking hate her. <laughs> I still, still hate her to this day. I can't stand her. But I posted the clip, and the Reds and London just was like, bro, I'm getting on it. You get what i It was just one of them situations. Like, they said they was getting on it, and them my bros. So it's like, yeah, y'all get on it. But it's women out here who don't do right either. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, they prey on men and, Play games too, you get what I'm saying? But listen, as a man, if you get played, I feel less bad for you and more bad for the woman. If you, like, you feel what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. If I see a man on the side of the corner and he wants some change, I don't feel sorry for him. But if I see a woman, I feel bad for her. Because as a man, you could go grab a lawnmower, you could go grab, it's a lot of ways. As a woman, it's only a few ways, like, you get what I'm saying? Keeping it real.
3: I hear that. Now, that she broke
1: your heart? Is it cheating or what? It was like at the point where I was at in my life, like it was like I probably I was hustling, so it's like mm-hmm. I might go to the trapper and I might make six hundred dollars. I come home and get her three. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I keep three to try to make me some more money. And it was just like it wasn't good enough. It was just like Got you. oh, telling her friend out here, I'm telling her girl, and they ain't coming, give me nothing, three hundred dollars, yeah. mm-hmm. but. I was playing my role, like I made sure the kids ate, I made sure they was. I did their homework with them, cause she was working, I wasn't working. It's like, it's all about playing your position. I ain't had the money at the time, so I was cleaning the house, I was the house, mom at that point, <laughs> like, but I did what I was supposed to do, you get what I'm saying? And then when I went, got, when I got in her car, I, got, I went to go make some money, I wasn't going to talk to no other girls, or, you get what I'm saying? And then she ended up cheating, you get what I'm saying? So it's just like a lot of women be just settling for stuff and don't really want it. You get what I'm saying? Or scared to hurt people and be like, I don't really feeling this no more. Instead of just catching up, you know? And I think that's what it was. But see, like now she really, she want me again. Of course. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's like, dang, like I I left, I did him wrong. Mm -hmm. And it was like, as soon as I left my whole life changed. Like you get what I'm saying? God just be like, I ain't giving it to you yet till you get away from them.
3: I do, I'm with you, I agree with that shit. Now, two records, my two personal favorite joints from that project is Ride and Heartbreaker. I like both of them records a lot. Now, I want you to tell me um, about the cover art and the title meaning behind, you know, the Heart
1: Detox. Um, I was going through a lot of things in my life with my family, Mm. with ex relationships and, and people that hurt me, friends, homeboys, like, Just a lot of stuff that was hurting me that I felt like I was depressed about or too worried about or had on my mind. And it was just like, man, I need to clear my mind. And and this whole project was just like therapy. Like Mm. you get what I'm saying? It was a therapy session with myself. Like I'ma just lay it all out there. If if you did me wrong, if you hurt me, it was on that album. If you said something that betrayed, it was on that album. Like it was just everything. Like to my little sister, my brothers, everybody. Like And I love them folks to death, but it's just like I had to get it off my chest.
3: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say
1: this is ludicrous, but that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris.
3: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
1: You get what I'm saying? And and music is my way. Like, if I ain't have music, I probably would've been crashed out. You get what I'm saying? Music is a therapy that people don't understand.
3: We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class.
2: Look, we wanna to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur,
3: come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world.
2: You'll also get the shine our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us.
1: Man, like, it's a real true therapy, that's why you you have people who you be like, why he snitching on himself? Mm. You get what I'm saying? He ain't really snitching on himself. He just venting this stuff off his brain and, and rapping about his truth in his life. That's it's like a poet. You get what I'm saying? They don't be really trying to tell on themselves, they just really be venting. And people like it, so they they push it hard. You get what I'm saying? Because people can relate because other people been through it. I'm with you. I agree. And I
3: think you know, talking to- in music, I don't like when people be like, y'all dumb for saying this and that because I want you because I'm like, I want my artists to be authentic and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what do you suggest though? Because it's like you don't want to incriminate yourself, especially now with lyrics being used against artists, should it mm. be a thing, you go back and hear this, like change up names. Or but you if,
1: if, if somebody. Is rapping about anything like a lot of people have writers or, or anything. True. You get what I'm saying. So it mean just because I'm rapping street stuff, it's me. Right. You get what I'm saying, or it's something I've done. It could have been something I seen. It could have been something I grew up around. You get what I'm saying. Okay. Like everything ain't I did it. You get what I'm saying. Like you get like a lot of stuff that I say sometimes it's stuff I seen or something, something I grew up around or some in the trap or in the hood. Like they don't. That that's why you can't you shouldn't be able to use music against artists. I agree.
3: I got you. And I, and I see
1: what you're saying. Yeah, I like, respect that. If you from the streets, you you gonna wrap your environment. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? When you when little kids be at school and they be mad or angry or frustrated, the teachers don't know. They be like, What's wrong with them? What's wrong? It's their environment. You don't know what they gotta wake up to. The man probably ain't even had no breakfast. So he gotta wait. And if he get to school late, he missed y'all breakfast. Y'all don't know what he hurting for. So it'd be it be weird, like the way the world is. I'm
3: with you. Now, going back to that, like I keep saying, you being vulnerable in your music, like I picked up on a lot of those topics and different records. Um, have those certain family members have they reached out to you after hearing it? Do you know if they heard the music?
1: I think when you rap something and it goes to the public, people gonna take it personal. they yeah, they gonna take it personal and my grandma used to be like that. She used to be like, why the hell are you telling your business and telling everybody your mama on drugs? And that? Before she died, she understood it, though. She was like, now I get it. Like You, you, you relieving yourself. You get what I'm saying? Because people don't understand what you go through and the pain and the anxiety and the stress and the depression that you go through. So it's just like, I got to say it. You get what I'm saying? You got to be held responsible for how you made me feel, too. You get what I'm saying? And that's the thing with people. We don't take responsibility or accountability for how we make people feel. Mm. If I make my folks feel crazy and she say she, I made her feel crazy, I might argue with her for two, three minutes and be like, all right, whatever. But I'ma go downstairs and play on my game and I'm gonna think like, damn, I did just do some lame ass shit. I'ma drop my controller, go back upstairs, kiss her on the forehead. Hey. You were right. I tripped that. I was dead-ass wrong. Like, that's just how I am. If I cut a little Jahar out and say, bro, that lame hell you even... And he explained it to me, and I'd be like, damn, bro. Like, I was wrong. Like, a lot of people can't say that. You feel what I'm I saying? See. A lot of people don't ain't admitting that they, I fucked up, I was wrong. And it's just all about accountability.
3: I'm with you. I mean, I'm so that. If you
1: in my life and you can't take accountability, I'd rather you not be there.
3: And I definitely wanted to bring up your mom to um, talk about, you know, just life now without her being here. And also too, like, what would be your advice to other people going through that similar pain?
1: Moms are very important. Like my whole life I fought for my mom. My mom been, was on and off drawers my whole life. Like she did a lot of wrong to me that I, I never blamed her for, you get what I'm saying? Like she left us in an abandoned house me and my brothers and sisters and left us there and my grandma had to come get us like i ain't blame her you get what i'm saying because whatever she went through or experienced or whatever pulled her in that direction is the reason i am like i am to make the music for women so they don't go down that path because you meet a man he gets you on drugs, so you meet the wrong person and they persuade you to do this to do that and sometimes when you get pulled a certain direction it's hard to get back but I was the one that stood with her and fought with her, stood on the block when she went to smoke. Like, all right, well, if you gonna go smoke, then I'm gonna just stand on the block with you because I want you to at least come back home. You feel what I'm saying? So go ahead and do what you do, I'm right here. Like, young nigga, like, she walked to to the block with my mama, like, you get what I'm saying? And when she, like, I told her, like, if you don't get off drugs, I'm done. And that's what made her get off because I was fighting my whole life with her. And then when she finally got off, she replaced it with alcohol. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, she didn't do drugs no more. She started drinking a lot and drinking what killed her. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, so it was like, but me and my mama, we had a strong relationship. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I never gave up. And that's the thing, like, when you got a mom and y'all relationship ain't right, like, I see a lot of people who got moms and shit and they be arguing with their mama. I ain't talking to my mom right now. I be, bro, I be cussing motherfuckers out. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? You not talking your mama, bro? Call your mama, bro. What is you doing? Like, but I would, I would pay, I would give every M in my account to have my mama and just to sit down and talk to her and just have a conversation with her. It's on God. Because my mama was like, believed in me. You get what I'm saying? Like the people that I lost, my mama, my grandma, my nephew, my granddaddy, my little cousin, like them the people that really believed in my music. So I give everything to have them for back. So when I see people play with them blessings, like, I don't respect it. I agree
3: sure
1: now on a more brighter note how does it feel to have a record that is double platinum man man that's a like to have a double platinum record independently no label no major push behind it like just organic you get what i'm saying man that's Mm. a blessing like and i own it like i 100% own it nobody Nobody has no ends. I own that record 100 on the mastering and publishing side. Like I own it. You get what I'm saying? So, man, it's a blessing, man. But the people that helped me, Wendy, Day, Tony, Big Walt, who helped me with the with the investing, like that was that's my dog. Like dogs. Like I went to dog about the song. I went to like 50 people about do better before I even dropped it. I I went to 50 people like, hey bro, help me push this record, bro. I'm telling you, this the one. Nobody would help us. Mm. My buddy said, "You know what? I'm gonna give you thirty thousand. Here, here go 30000 I had like $40,000 to my name. I gave my baby mama ten. Make sure the kids straight. I'm take this thirty and I'm finna put it in the doobel. Mm. That was my last money I had. You get what I'm saying? He put thirty with me. We we pushed it. It just did what it did. Like even just like seven rules. Like it's like when you make great music, you can't be denied. I don't got no. Push no label. I just got a mind of marketing, and I know how to create good music. I took that song Seven Rules that I made for my daughters. I made that song four months ago. Hmm. I held on to it for the perfect time. Mm-hmm. I said, I right, I feel it now. I'm back in my groove. I'm out of my depression. I ain't. I'm I'm not stressed. I you know I who whatever family ain't talking to me. I'm cool with it now. I'm over it. I can focus. You get what I'm saying. And then I got little bro with me who. I gotta show the ropes and get him to where he need to be for his daughter and his family. So it's like, man, I'm finna jump out the diving board and take little bro with me. Mm.
3: respect that, man. Um, you know, I would like to use R.S.U. and Money Moo as, as examples of why you should continue to push a record that you believe in. Um, so tell me just the significance of like never, did not stop it, believing in that record. Cause I know you was pushing it for a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pushing it for like six months. you. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's like, it's a picture on Instagram where a dude got like a picket and he he hammering through. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he getting to the he almost to the diamond and he turn around. And then it's another dude, it's a smaller diamond, and he 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 closer, so he giving up because he looked like he closer, but he was almost there. And that's like my my mind frame. It's like you can be there. Tomorrow could change it. You feel what I'm saying? 24 hours could change it. It could change in 20 minutes. Like Somebody can see what you doing and post it and you out of here because the internet is here now. It's not like how we used to have to do, put our CDs and flyers on the car and-
3: What's good y'all? It's Aaliyah from The Young and Dumb Show. I have something for you. If you're young and interested in learning more about different careers, becoming an entrepreneur, and really getting to the bag, then be sure to check out and subscribe to The Young and Dumb Show. On this show, we sit down with the biggest, and I'm talking the biggest, career professionals, entrepreneurs, influencers, and entertainers to break down how to be successful in different industries. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Let's get it,
1: y'all. And go to open mic and rap in front of people just to get noticed. Like, bro, we had to go through a struggle. I be looking at these new rappers like, why y'all got it easy? Boy, I hate y'all. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and then I be hearing me, i I be mad, but it's just like, man, you can't give up. Like, I be telling little brother, like, what is you, what, man, we not giving up, man. We putting everything we got into it. Mm. Everything, I like, I just paid 10 grand for a video. I just, you get what I'm saying? I just, I put Instagram ads $100 a day. I spend money on myself. For sure. Last year, I spent down to 300,000 into just keeping my marketing going while I'm sitting at home trying to get my brain together. You get what I'm saying? So people don't understand that, like, you have to keep going at all times because it's a new person every hour in the music industry. You feel me? Ice Spices, Coil Arrays, you feel me? Everybody, is somebody new every day, so that's your competition. Not saying compete with nobody, but it's a new yeah. talent every day. You gotta keep the attention. Mm. So it was like, I, I just kept my little, sprinkling my little salt until it was time, you know. Now it's like, all right, I'm ready. My mind right, I'm focused. Mm-hmm. I got my peace. You get what I'm saying? I got somebody that on, on, on the right of me that I can bring with me. You know, God got me. Cause I know he see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. Hell yeah. Now, Lil
2: uh, why should the people check in or tap in with you if they haven't already? I'm on a whole nother one. Like, I'm on a whole nother one. It's just. And it's authentic, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? So, I make good music. I don't down other people's music, so when I say what I'm finna say, it's not like downing them, but like I don't make songs that you just, just for the moment, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm getting a game from him, I'm learning to express myself more, like how you say be vulnerable, I'm learning that also. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just a different story, a story you ain't never heard before. Mm, Respect. respect.
3: So, what do you guys have coming up next?
1: Uh, so I'm pushing seven rules until seven rules is number one on the charts. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm investing in something, I'm 100% invested. Like I ain't, I'm not a project dropper. Like I ain't, I don't want to keep dropping no projects and projects until I have a certain amount of fans. I don't really be wanting to drop projects. Like until I get a certain amount of traction, I don't want to drop no project. Like if I ain't, if I ain't trending and going crazy, like those projects that I dropped, it was for the, the fans that was just like, man, I ain't, I ain't hurt. I want to hear more music. I want. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna give y'all this. You get what I'm saying? But until I drop my album, like that album that I really like, put my heart into, and just like I got the major support and the right marketing and all that, like mm. I'm, I'm investing in singles. I, like at one point, I was dropping a single every month. See, everybody be looking at it like, oh, I'm only getting thirty thousand screams or this or this. But eventually when you catch a Seven Rules or Do Better and those songs that you dropped that was only getting a minimum amount of views, Do Better and Seven Rules, pull those up and people go hit them and like, oh, I like this too. I like that too. So they be wondering how I'm doing millions of screams a month. You get what I'm saying? And I'm still making $50,000, $60,000 a month sitting at the crib and i I looked on a living better than this person man because i'm not focused on being famous i'm focused on putting out product and making revenue and building my catalog hell yeah what about you
3: what's next
2: um i just dropped my single um dnd um i just shot a video recently so i did a challenge with that It's, it's doing good so i'm gonna drop the video soon but i'm in a mode where it's like I'm just trying everything I can, because at first I was scared to fail. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just trying everything I can. I respect that.
3: Yeah. So, you know, our platform is called The Progress Support. So the last time you was here, I asked you what the word progress mean to you. So now what does the word progress mean to both of
2: y'all? Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> <Dang>. uh, progress, <laughs> progress basically exactly what I was saying. Like I was scared to fail. Like I can see the progress that I made though. And I'm I'm proud of it. And then what it means is just, elevating in every kind of way every everything like that's what i say in my prayers too so mm. as far as music like i don't be just talking about the melodies or the lyrics like it's also the performance the interviews you know what i'm saying because i was bad at it like two years ago <laughs> i was terrible <laughs>
1: terrible mm. progress to me is based off of you you get what i'm saying and where you know you were and where you know you're going or where you are now like I can't look at little Baby and say, oh, the Baby on tour. I ain't on no tour. I'm feeling. Like, nah, I used to sleep in the projects on the bed, on the air mattress. You get what I'm saying? Now I got a, a bed with a remote to it. That's, a, that's progress to me. You get what I'm saying? I used to sleep house to house. Now I got my own crib that I own. That's progress. Like So it's like, even musically, like it's like, all right, last year when we did the, the Spotify wrap-up, mm-hmm. I might have had 10 million screens. This year I had 13 million. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm growing, you get what I'm saying? And that's progress to me, like a battle with yourself bettering you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I focus on being the best me. I, I I label my success off how far I came, not looking at what, that's where people fail They They looking at Instagram. It's a it's an illusion. The, the music industry is a big illusion and people begin tricked by it. I know a lot of people who, Sleep on, sleep in small little spaces, and they got millions of followers. I got more money than I got followers. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> so it's like I be more invested in doing it the right way and and, and making it to what my kids eat off for of for the rest of their life, other than just being popular. Like, I, cause I know everybody. I got songs. Ludacris, Ti. You get what I'm you saying.
3: Too, I thought that was dope because he. and Not to cut you off, but I just feel like Ludacris is one of those slept-on
1: artists, bro. The best, the best. Like, and and the way I worked with Ludacris was like organic as fuck. Like Mm. his DJ sent me my song featuring Ludacris, and I'm like. Oh, wow. I'm like who is what you mean ludicrous like I'm like nigga who is ludicrous but not thinking like who is ludicrous yeah. I'm like nigga no this ain't ludicrous like I'm that's how I'm thinking like I know this ain't that ludicrous right. So what ludicrous did you put on my soul? Mm. So I'm I play the song and I hear ludicrous start rap. I said hey Cuz he just looped the front of my beat. He didn't he didn't even get the beat from me or nothing He just looped the front of it and did a verse and I'm like, nigga, wait, I'm finna send y'all the, 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 the proper track list, tell him he can get on it, yeah. you feel me? So it, we, I sent him the proper track, he got on it, and I was like, bro, it'd be dope if you can shoot a video. He was like, bro, I got you. Mm. He pulled up to the video by itself with, with DJ Infamous, and man, we shot the video, bro. That was like the most organic moment of my life, and that's the thing with me, with my music. Like, mm-hmm. I don't buy no views. I don't buy no followers. I don't pay for fake playlists. I don't do none of that. I'ma drop the song. I'ma push it with all my heart and see what happened organically. And that's what even with seven rules. Like I took that song, I dropped it. I said, I told my daughters I wanna I want y'all to do this video with me. And they wanted to do it because they always wanna participate with whatever I do. And I knew what it was gonna do to the internet. I knew exactly what it was exactly. on. The, and now, right now, two million plays on that video and people arguing in the comments. Oh
3: yeah, going crazy. They
1: going, cra- they going bananas. You're doing what you need
3: them to do. Exactly,
1: engagement. Okay. engagement. So it's like, and I got a couple more little pieces I'm finna drop and, and, mm-hmm. and shake it up even more, but it's just like, it's organic. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's Organic things win. Mm. All that built up fake views, you see them artists for six months and then they crumble back down. where I'm yeah. like, oh. That's legendary. Yeah, that's that was crazy. legendary to me. Luda and T.I. Yeah, was, too, Yeah, nice. them was legendary moments for me because I grew up looking up to both of them.
3: Absolutely.
1: Even like all of my situations, like future, I looked up mm-hmm. the future. I, I, I signed a deal with future. So it yeah. was just like everything for me manifest because I pray and I'm tied in with God. Like So anything that I think about that I want to do is going to happen.
3: Well, this was dope, guys. I definitely appreciate y'all's time. Thank y'all for skipping class with me. I appreciate hey, you else? too, both of y'all? y'all. Anything
1: no. else that y'all wanna say? Man, I just thank you for having us, man. Stay tuned, man. Lil' Bro is on the way, Lil' Jahari. Mm-hmm. I stamped yeah. that. Y'all know I don't really stamp too much, but I stamp shouted. I'm that's that's telling you, he got it. That's 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 that. That. The Progress Report.